You know, you guys were, I, I think before I came, I asked uh, my friend Gordas uh, what you guys were doing, and he said you guys were doing kirtan for about an hour before I came, before dinner, and you're just doing kirtan now. And I think that it's important to uh, understand why, <laughs> you know, why, why we're doing what we're doing. You know, uh, sometimes these programs, uh, they have a lot of, a lot of chanting, but nobody's explaining why, what we're doing, and, and, and I guess people are supposed to just kind of become attracted to the chanting without knowing why. I guess that's the philosophy of some people, but I, I don't really like to do it that way. I, I like to try to explain why we're doing what we're doing, and because actually when I started practicing meditation, I, I wasn't attracted at all to it for the first like, I don't know, four, five, six months of doing it. I didn't, to me it was kind of difficult and uh, I didn't really understand it, like, you know, I didn't, well I guess I, I gradually understood it more and more as I went along, but in the beginning, um, I was much more interested in the philosophy of uh, bhakti yoga. So this is this mantra meditation is a part of a system of yoga called bhakti yoga, and uh, so you know I I heard uh, from you know first couple times I went to a class I, I learned the meditations the kirtan meditation and I learned uh, japa and I learned some basic uh, uh, fundamentals of the bhakti yoga philosophy and uh, I thought it was really really interesting and then I so I just I was looking forward to the next class you know and I and I practiced the meditation at home and then I, I went to the next class and I wanted to learn more and I wanted to learn more and I was had like questions after questions and uh, and then so the the person who was teaching me, she uh, she kind of was a little overwhelmed by all my questions, <laughs> and so she just started giving me cassette tapes of uh, the person who is now my spiritual master uh, speaking on different subjects, and so I just gobbled them up. You know, I just listened to maybe three, four a day, and and I just thought it was like really interesting. And, and, you know, I was just, it just, you know, the, the, the deep philosophy, I was like, you know, I was trying to, I was always kind of in, into like, uh, you know, like, I, I would always like, like to find holes in things, you know, like holes in philosophies and things. And so I was trying to, I was always trying to like, see how this is, flawed in some way, you know, and I'd, and I'd be trying to, you know, find holes through many different angles, and, and uh, it, came, it came to a point where I just, I realized that um, I, I can't beat this. This philosophy is like, I can't, 
I can't defeat it, you know? And I, I experienced uh, feeling like, um, shit, now I gotta like, you know, do some work now. <laughs> you know, I, I can't, it's not like I, like I gotta take this chanting seriously. And so, so I, I, you know, I, I kind of buckled down and the philosophy of bhakti yoga, when you hear it, you start to become aware of the uh, futility of materialistic goals. You start to uh, see how every dream, you know how like in, in our society, it's quite common, you see on TV, this advice, follow your dreams. Have you, have you guys, you guys obviously, right? It's very common, right? You've heard this, follow your dreams. And everyone thinks this is a great thing to follow your dreams, you know? Uh, but, you know, when we, when we uh, learn about yoga philosophy, we start to see that it's not good enough to just follow your dreams. You have to make sure that your dreams are worthwhile, right? You have to make sure that what your, the, the course of action that you take in your life has some value to it. You know, what's the point of chasing after being a famous actor when the famous actors are miserable, you know? What's the point of it all? If, 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 you're, if you're chasing after something that doesn't make you happy, then why do it? You know, so you, you become quite, after hearing, like I did from a self-realized yogi, I was uh, convinced that there was no uh, engagement for me in this world that was worthwhile. I, always, I, I already kind of had a feeling about it. I, I already kind of um, knew it on some level, but the way he presented it to me over time was irrefutable that in order to live a successful life, a life of meaning and purpose, I had to have self-realization, spiritual realization. There was no other choice if I wanted to be successful and happy. So, I was stuck between, because uh, since I was kind of in like a, a no man's land, you know, like I hadn't had any, I haven't really tasted the uh, happiness and pleasure of spiritual realization, and yet I was convinced that there was nothing for me in the material world. So I was like, kind of stuck there between two worlds, you know. So, at that point, I was feeling like now I gotta, I gotta make some serious changes and effort in my life. Make some effort in my life and make some serious changes in my life. And, uh, you know, I would have never, this would have never come about in me if I just simply mindlessly went along to the kirtans and didn't think about why I was doing it, 
you know, there's a purpose for it. It's not just simply relaxation and, and trying to get some calmness and go home relaxed, you know. I haven't read anything about my spiritual master never, is never, um, you know, advocating simply relaxing. You know, this is not, nothing spiritual. Uh, relaxing in the, the name of uh, Krishna uh, is uh, propagated. But that's a, a spiritual relaxation, not necessarily just a relaxation of the body and, and the mind, but it's, it's a relaxation of the heart, resting in, in, in the sound of uh, God's name. And this is, this is of course, desirable and, and good, but not simply just as a tool to, uh, you know, get some sleep or, you know, de-stress or something. Of course, that's fine, de-stressing and, you know, whatever. But um, there's so much more to be had from this kirtan. And a person's not going to be able to strive for it if they don't even know that exists, you know. So, uh, in my, my programs, uh, I like to uh, include both, you know, the, the kirtan and... Uh, the try to explain the philosophy behind why we're doing it. You see, um, so <laughs> it's it's a very big subject, and and I'm not going to really be able to uh, you know talk in any kind of depth tonight. But um, I'd like to invite you all uh, to my retreat that's happening next weekend. Uh, it's called Bhakti Camp. You might have heard of it. And uh, it's, it's over uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's actually f about 48 hours because we, leave in, we get there in the middle of Friday and we leave in the middle of Sunday. Uh, but we try to give, some, give people uh, uh, a bit of a... Uh, to get them started on the process of bhakti yoga, you know, to teach them some uh, practical uh, meditation practices and teach them about some lifestyle choices that they can make uh, in order to begin their uh, spiritual journey of uh, bhakti yoga. Yeah, well, so briefly, what is that chanting then good for? So, um, the, the mantras are... Uh, it, it's like... A, you know, if we're... Basically, right now we're... This is a, a, a long subject, but we're deeply in illusion. We are thinking that we are this physical body, that material uh, uh, pleasures and goals and things are uh, what we need to be happy. And so we're very, we're very stuck in this mind frame. Uh, so, uh, we cannot climb out of this illusion by ourselves. It's too difficult. It's too strong. Uh, just like uh, Kenan the other night, he gave the example of if you, if you have two <coughs> muddy hands, two dirty hands, and you try to rub them together, 
it's not going to do anything. You're just going to spread the dirt from one hand to another and kind of mix it around, right? You need something to clean the dirt off, right? So soap and water, you run the water over the hands and then it gets clean, right? So uh, we're so lost and stuck in maya, in illusion, that we cannot get out ourselves. So we need to take shelter of a purifying agent. And that's what, it's not everything a mantra is, but that's what the mantra does. That is the effect of it. It, it purifies our eyes of illusion. So uh, it's not a matter of our own effort. It's a matter of simply uh, coming under the water flow, like you can just like you put your hands under the water, right? Or you, if you're dirty, you go under a waterfall and the waterfall cleans you. You don't need to make any, you know, if you're covered in mud and you go under a, a powerful waterfall, it's going to get rid of all the mud. You don't even have to do any effort except put yourself under the waterfall, right? So uh, we have to make an effort to put ourselves in the proximity of the chanting of the uh, transcendental mantras. And then we become purified like this. So that is the effect of having the mantra. So the, the, the mantra uh, meditation practice, uh, the bhakti yogi, uh, he, this is a, a central uh, aspect of his meditation practice uh, on a daily basis. He daily, just like he daily cleans his body, he, he, he daily cleans his consciousness of its contamination. And uh, gradually, through no uh, real separate effort, the consciousness becomes cleansed by not just the chanting of uh, Krishna's names, but also uh, there's other processes of bhakti yoga to help speed up this process, uh, this, this spiritual realization. Uh, so it, it's, a, it's a process of uh, uncovering what's already there. It's not a, it's not a process of trying to uh, uh, lift, lift myself up to something that I'm not. It's, it's, we're, we're already, uh, we already have, a, we're already naturally uh, yogis. Uh, we naturally have, a, we're naturally uh, in union with God, with the Supreme. But we have forgotten this. So these mantras clear away the uh, dirt, that the crud that's covering our hearts and our minds so we can see this more. Is that okay? Anybody else? Got like 10, min 10 minutes or so. Or you can ask another one if you want. Yeah, so uh, we have, I think this, this, this time we have, a, I think, five classes uh, on different aspects of yoga philosophy. Uh, yes, he does this Indian head massage. Uh, we, we have some hikes. Um, we have a lot of kirtan, and we teach the different uh, styles of mantra meditation that we practice. 
Uh, and every night there's a bonfire kirtan. So there's a really nice fire pit there and benches around it. And we have kirtan around the fire. And that's how we end each night. And there's also delicious vegetarian food that Yasi makes. And uh, what else? Uh, well, we also, uh, towards the end, we watch a, a, a video from my uh, guru speaking on, uh, I'm not sure, some, some subject I haven't chosen yet. It depends what people are interested in. And yeah, that's basically it. It's a 48-hour thing, so we, we try to, you know, make it as productive as possible. But definitely, as when someone leaves the, the retreat, then they have a very good foundation, or at least a decent foundation, that they can take with them and apply in their own daily life from then on. So they have a, a good understanding of what to do to progress spiritually. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah, we're going to do one.
go. Thank you very much.